Hey everybody, thank you for coming in today. Today we're going to have a special guest speaker and we're going to talk about motivation. My name is Joseph Smith. This is The Joseph Smith Show. In my eyes, there are two motivations. There is self-motivation, the ability to find drive and confidence and resolve to do something deriving from inside of you. And there's the power to motivate, which is being able to bring out in others what they themselves couldn't bring out to accomplish something. Motivation is an inspiration to drive oneself or group to success. But what is it that motivates us and which of these motivations is most important? The truth is you can't have the ability to motivate others if you don't have the ability to motivate yourself, which means we need to motivate ourselves. And sometimes it is by warning or rough experience we are motivated. An example of somebody learning from a warning is my grandfather. My grandfather was drafted into the military during the Vietnam War through gruesome experience with through gruesome experience, the army had found out that their World War II training had been taken advantage of. For example, every Marine was told in France during World War II that at the sound of gunshots, they were to dive off of the road. The Viet Cong noticed this and dug what was called punji stick pits along the road and disguised them. Punji sticks are a sharpened bamboo spear, if you will, about a foot long that they'd stick into the ground and disguise um, out of, and they would put leaves and grass and whatnot to make it look natural. All, all a Viet Cong scout or soldier would have to do to kill a Marine was fire a shot into the air and let the Marines jump into their death traps. So during my grandfather's training, they were taught alternatives to old techniques and they were taught to recognize the numerous Viet Cong booby traps. Some of the men, my grandfather would say, would not take these warnings seriously. So the drill sergeant showed these men graphic photos of men caught in the disguised death traps. Motivation by example, my grandfather would always say. One of my grandfather's classmates at OCS was sent to Vietnam, and he quickly showed a talent for spotting all kinds of traps. Traps. He was a leader of a squad of men, and for months, he would lead his team through the humid jungles of Vietnam with popsicle sticks in his pocket, for which he would use to mark mines. These mines that the Viet Cong had had significant success with had three little wires on the top of them for a sensor that blended in with the thick jungle grass. These bombs weren't built to kill, they were built to maim so that a few Marines would have to drag the injured one out of the battle, thus taking a few out of the battle rather than one. My grandfather's friend was a master at spotting these mines. Again, for months he had had significant and famous success in the army spotting and defusing these threats. The imminent threat of, de- threat of death or injury of his men and himself, and the training he took seriously beforehand motivated this man to become a master at his job. One day, as he led his men in a like matter, they were traveling in a single file line with his head cocked down looking for these mines. For some reason, his attention was drawn from the trail and off into the jungle on their side. During the split second that he looked away, he took one step and both his legs he would never feel again. One mistake and it meant compromising the safety of his team and himself, so why did he look away? One mistake and it cost him his legs and bought him a wheelchair. Imagine the cost of any of us losing our focus and motivation to become better sons and daughters of God. Does Satan not lay traps for us to fall into or to step on? Okay, now on to our special part of our episode. We have a special guest star, and he's one of my good friends and classmates, Ryan Dooley. How are you, Ryan? Good. Doing good. Glad to be here, and I'm excited for this podcast. Awesome. Okay, Ryan's been a big fan since the beginning so all one month of the podcast experience yeah. so okay ryan how are we to gain motivation to become better sons and daughters of god what is it that motivates you to want to be a better son 
son of God. I, I'm assuming you're not a daughter of God. So. <laughs> um, I think that um, an important part of you know our motivation and our journey to um, becoming motivated is um, kind of mis misconcepted, um, and I think it's stress. Um, stress can motivate us to do a lot of great things, and I think if we don't have that stress, and if we're not kind of aiming towards success rather than being afraid of failure. I think that that's a big part of it. I like that. Yeah. Like in our, um, you know, anybody who's ever taken a psychology class, when you you talk about stress, there's two kinds of stress. There's stress and distress and, or there's you stress and distress. You stress is what is positive. And I think that's what you're talking about. So that's, that is really good to help us want to do better. And I think that, um, yeah, so true. You stress, that definitely is one of the biggest motivators and um, an institute teacher once gave me a lesson or our seminary class a lesson about that and that there's this balance where if there's too much stress, you'll burn out. You won't get anything done. But with the right amount of stress, then that's where everything gets done, you know. So. Yeah. And you just keep building on and building on your own. Yeah. Because I think my dad always says to be, he always says, be anxiously engaged in the work, be anxiously engaged. And I think that's. Is that kind of what? Well, yeah, that, that's so that's so true. Like, yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's great. So, being anxiously engaged, and that will help us become motivated to be better people, just better brothers and sisters, and sons and daughters of God. So, what do you, Ryan? What do you think are the side effects other than our salvation that may occur if we strive to become better sons and daughters of God? Well, I think that um, if we strive to become better sons and daughters sons and daughters of God, I think that a lot of other things can fall into place. Um, in this world, there's a lot of uh, cruelty and like leaving people out and kind of focused on ourselves. But if we're striving to be more like sons and daughters of God, then I think that can give us a lot of perspective. Yeah. There, you touched on something that I want to go deeper into. You said that we're not um, as focused on ourselves. We, I mean, we can, you know, this, you can, if you're so focused on your own on your own salvation or your own motivation, it could kind of turn into a selfish mindset, you know? And so I guess I'll ask what, what is it do you think that we could do to stay outside of ourselves in this journey? Like how do we become motivated and anxiously engaged without turning into ourselves? Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think um, I stumbled upon this scripture earlier. I think this can help. I mean, Proverbs 16, three, it reads, Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Awesome. Yeah. So as long as we're motivating ourselves not only like to our own gains, but keeping that also on the Lord, I think that that can really help um, open up our minds to others. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's when uh, Jesus says to go out and do good and then glorify God. Right. while you're doing it instead of yourself. Exactly. I, my favorite, I've told this story before, I think on the show, but my favorite parable that Jesus gives is the parable of the publican who's a tax collector and a Pharisee going into a church and they both pray. But the Pharisee says, thank you God for not making me like that guy over there, the publican, a sinner. And the publican says, you know, I'm forgive me Lord, a sinner. He doesn't even look, raise his eyes. Like that's the kind of humility that we need to have where we just, we know that we are never going to be worthy of blessings of any salvation of any kind, but through the grace of Jesus Christ, we will be. And so that kind of humility that we need to have while we do good and say, this is God's work, not mine. 
I think that's a really huge deal in becoming a better, better son of God, which we all can do. Um, so we've talked about how to kind of gain that motivation by doing good things, doing good works, keeping God in our minds. How is it that we keep that motivation? How do we stay in condition, if you will? Well, I think that um, if you're staying motivated and you're seeing those fruits of your labor, you know, the good that comes out of it, you're seeing other people, like you're seeing their happiness because of what you've done. I think that once you experience that joy um, from your efforts, I think that that can really, again, motivate us to continue to do good. There are so many people, prophets, apostles that talk about that. Um, They do good, they experience the reward, and that just motivates them to do more just like it. Awesome. Yeah. I, uh, so in our church, me and Ryan are part of the same, um, denomination of church and in our church, we do something called FSY or for the strength of youth. And it's a one week venture where 2000 kids go to the same college and they just learn about Jesus all week. It's super awesome. And when I went to FSY a year ago, now I came off spiritually high is what I call is what I call it. I was just super pumped up. Right. And when a month had passed since I'd been at FSY, I'd been, I just kind of found, I was like, man, like I don't feel the same Holy Ghost that I do as I did a month ago, you know, at FSY. And I think that that is a big deal. Like when we remember that, you know, we've had that where we can go, we can come away from FSY knowing, okay, to be able to feel that same kind of happiness and spiritual high that I got, I need to start learning more about the gospel. Because that's what we did at FSY. We learned and learned and learned and learned. And then we were told to apply it. And I don't think, I think, the problem came in was if you didn't apply it, you wouldn't keep that same spiritual high. And so that's something that, you know, I can, I can do better at and I'm sure others at some point, but yeah. Awesome. Thanks Ryan. And then, so, so we've figured out how to motivate ourselves to become better sons and daughters. God, how do we motivate others? Right. I talked about at the beginning of the show, the second kind of motivation where you can get others up and going to do something. How do we do that? How should we motivate others? Um, (laughs) I think that, um, motivating others is kind of like if one part is if they see you and how well you do, um, from your, the rewards of what you've done, I think that that can help a lot. But if they don't have that mindset and there's a lot of things like if they're just looking at you, like, look, he thinks he's all that, you know, he's being nice to people probably, you know, for the wrong reasons. And there's not much you can do about um, a poisoned mindset from others. Um, I love that. Yeah. I, yeah, I can definitely see that. I, uh, I guess what I should ask is what have you, what have you seen from somebody else that makes you think I want to do better? I want to be like that. I just think that, um, a lot of outgoing, um, like just trial and error, like, trying to motivate others no matter what. And uh, I think this podcast does a great job of that. You know, no matter who's listening, um, it's always constant, just like a lot of other things and in our world and in our church. And I think that all we can do is provide them with the resources to help motivate them, maybe send them something motivational, um, give them like a talk to listen to or something. And But really, I think that the most you can do is just let them know you love them and you want the best for them. And then be constant. I like what you said about being constant. Um, I, I really believe that example is kind of what I think I'm hearing 
correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of that is just example. Uh, at me and Ryan's high school uh, last year, there was a senior named Bo Hickman. Bo Hickman was like, everybody wanted to be like Bo Hickman. He was just 100% happy all the time. Great, just missionary in our church. You know, actually, he's serving a mission right now. And so when whenever I, sometimes whenever I, I'm wondering what I should do or what I could have done better. I just think, what would Bo do <laughs> instead of what would Jesus do? I don't, I don't know if you were like that with Bo, but yeah, I know that um, when I first heard of him, you know, he's track superstar, like <laughs> so good in everything. And even my mindset, I was like, okay, yeah, like this right. guy, I don't know about him. You know, there's no way, but um, you just have to be humble. And I think that I just had to let go. Maybe it was jealousy, like. This guy is so good at so many things. And I think that we should have to, you know, realize like there are people that we can look up to. Yeah. Like Bo Hickman was the perfect example of just humility. I mean, the kid before state track, I was staying in the same hotel room and he's like, I gotta, I gotta go do my indexing, which is his family that he was doing wow. genealogy work. He's like, man, I gotta get my indexing done. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> he, he is awesome. Um, okay. Last question. If we are all motivated to become better sons and daughters of God, what is the benefit, do you think, Ryan, if we were all one in the same, going towards the same? Honestly, I think that goal. if we were all motivated to do all those great things, I think that this world would be such a different place. And I think that everyone could find um, like hospitality. I think that everyone could find kindness wherever they turn. And I think that that's kind of a problem today is that like there are those little rare, little grails like Bo Hickman and like kind of places you can turn, people you can turn to. Um, I don't think you see a lot of that, but I think that. Yeah, sometimes it's more teachers and administrators right. when, when maybe it should be a student. Right. Like and I think what you said, I really liked um, what would Bo Hickman do. And I think it's a lot. I had that same experience with a friend of mine. Um, like what would he do? And I think it's really relatable to a lot of people to find someone, you know, that inspirational and that motivated to turn to them instead of someone like, like, I know we all think like, what would Jesus do? But like, but we really top, couldn't, right. we really couldn't he's, think. He's top tier. Yeah. Like, like I love the, what would Jesus do? But it's like, we really can't think like Jesus because we're not, right. you know, he is like the perfect being. We are not perfect. Right. And like know? Bo Hickman's status, like, like he's made mistakes. Difficult. Yeah. Right. He's made mistakes, but it's attainable. Uh-huh. And I think that that really helps. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think that that is a really big deal is, you know, recognizing examples in your life that you know they're successful and you know that they're inspirational and they're motivated. What is it that they do? What can I do better? You know, of course, we all want to be our own person. We don't want to make the same mistakes as even Bo Hickman. But yeah, that's super awesome. Thank you, Ryan, for answering those questions for me. So thanks, Ryan, for being on the show today. That was super awesome. I'm glad that we got to open that up a little bit. Yeah, thanks for having me. I had a blast, and I'm grateful to be on this podcast, and I hope it does well. Yeah, awesome. Everybody should try to strive to be like Ryan Dooley over here. So thank you guys for coming in today. Please join us, join me next week, Monday at 7 a.m. for our new episode. Maybe we'll have a special guest star. Again, maybe not. I have no idea. Um, it just really depends on who comes to me at school, <laughs> really. So join us again, please. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Please make sure to join me Monday at 7 a.m.
again, thank you so much. Um, we hope to do some more special episodes like this in the future, but you guys got to keep on listening so that they can, you guys can make this show possible. Thank you so much. See you next week.